Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to She Podcast. This is Jessica Kupferman. We are coming to you live in the Super Squad. Um, oh it God. is March 30th. Yes. When we're recording. So you guys will see this towards the end of the week. About you know why April I keep doing 3rd. that? You know why, why I keep doing that? Because I've gotten into listening to the Newsworthy. And when she starts her show, she goes, today is Wednesday, March 20th. Oh. You know, and then she right. goes, and on with the news so that you know, you know, that it's relevant. Whereas we have no need to do that. So I'm no. just doing it because it's habit now. Yeah. So today is Monday. We are recording. It is week. I am going on week three of quarantine. I think we are all going on roughly week two and a half, three. I think we need to yeah. change up the way we talk about this. This isn't a quarantine. What this is is a government mandated staycation is what okay. it is. If I'm you in think about it that way. A forced staycation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm still surviving. I'm, I'm okay. The sun is out today, so I'll be able to breathing fresh air so it should be better than the weekend again i'm jessica with me as always my beautiful and slight co-host miss elsie escobar and when i say slight i really just mean the width of her arms and not <laughs> not her in particular and then the ever so prominent and portly john john jamingo so our producer hello hello yeah i'm just sitting here trying to hide from the kaboomer flu i <laughs> I was really excited to do this live in the Super Squad today, and now that I'm looking at myself, I remembered that right before PodFest, we started the very long and laborious transition for me to see my natural color, which meant oh. much, much of it is white. So, <gasps> so like, also, if you, you guys who are in the group can see, I have one patch in the basic middle of my head that will not turn white. It's just not gray. The rest oh. of it... The rest of it is white as hell. And so when I, my hair is pulled back, I have a red ponytail and then a gray, <laughs> gray temples and gray forehead. It's the weirdest hair color I've ever it's had. It's like a reverse Pepe Le Pew. The reason she did red is because if like basically my hair was very dark and you have to lighten, I have to lighten the dark to get to the gray. And then I have to darken the gray to get, to, you know, like she's trying to, she's trying to, match the roots with the back and this is how she does it she sort of like draws them towards this one middle color and then slowly lightens it lightens it lightens it as my roots grow out we've done it one time and it was a month a month ago and so now my hair has grown out a month and the looks like the court the the forced staycation is going to go on another month which means i'm gonna have gray hair bob by then (laughs) gray hair bob (laughs) and then the rest of it will be like fire engine red because the shampoo is like kind of washing out the toner and it's just going to be like gray and orange That's well what it's I'm kind of look can't, like. isn't that what is what do those people call it like with the with the colors Ugly? at the bottom no oh, balage col- yeah see balage so so yes I, yeah i could do i mean thing. yeah it's kind of yeah we'll see it won't look that pretty nobody's really seeing you though 
I'm being seen at QA. I mean, I've had more Zoom calls in the last week than I have in probably the last five years. I've Zoomed with my college friends, my camp friends, my mom friends. Isaac has a Zoom every other day. And like, I'm seen. I have to, you know, I need to. This is the only thing I'm, I, I really can't hide. I could literally hide anything else. Right. But it's a front. Like a big zit. No problem. Double chin, sort of. But like, this is the one thing that I really, unless I paint it with mascara, I'm screwed. Luckily, my hairdresser, I did her website like a year or so ago. She asked me for a website. I threw one up in like two hours. And um, desperate comes, call for desperate measures. Like I, I texted her and I was like, if you don't give me the very first appointment when you reopen your salon, your site's coming down. Just letting you know now. <gasps> I'm going to yank that shit down unless you get me in there first. Now, what happened here is that the one of the salons around here said, hey, listen, what we're going to do is if you let us know, we'll mix you color just yes. enough to do the roots and everything for like two times. And you curbside pickup. We're doing, someone's doing that here Curbside pickup, right? So you can do your roots. They didn't give you enough to do your whole head or whatever, but they're going to give you enough to kind of touch up things. But she's doing this whole foil combo of gray and yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was about ready to shave my head the other day. I kind of like. I mean, it doesn't like look it, bad. It's pretty, right? It I'm doesn't like, look bad. I'm like, yeah. I had a funny feeling it would look good because my eyebrows—they're not gray, but like I have a medium brown color, and like I just want my eyebrows to match. Like when I have dark hair, my eyebrows look very sparse, and when I have light hair, it's orange. So like I just wanted to go back to natural because I feel like with blue eyes, gray hair looks pretty. I don't know. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I see a lot of people now that are doing the same thing, doing a lot of live video, and yeah. they have not been to their hairdressers either. And to be honest with you, it, it is what it is, people. I, I, let's not worry about the nonsense. Here's the thing. If someone gave you- You know, John, said, just because you can wear a fucking hat every day doesn't make it nonsense. Right, you know I'll what I'm saying? My, you want, I'll How dare you, sir? It's a women's show, goddammit. You don't get to tell us what's nonsense. If I put my head up like this, nobody can see it anyhow. You mansplaining motherfucker. <laughs> no, you wait, stop it now. Hang on. What I'm saying is how many times did you say, my God, if I could just get a month off to just relax- and now I don't we have, have a month this off. month. I have an event in October. I don't I, have an event. Okay, month yeah. Off. Okay, so you don't. But like a lot of people are like, oh, I just want like, like a month to kind of reset and relax. That's true. And then all of a sudden we get this time and and people are like, I gotta get out of here. We've only been in for like a week, and we're like, we're well, the same way. My life ha- hasn't changed. Have you ever noticed that like it's never a good time for somebody to like go to the hospital, get in a car accident, or die? Like it's always a huge inconvenience it if is. somebody gets sick or dies. So yes. like. The fact that, like, out of nowhere, we can't do the things is going to be, like, the biggest inconvenience of our lives because everything has to halt. Everything has halted. I mean, you guys know this, but mm-hmm. still, it's like you can't do anything. Wait, so what was I talking about? We were Hair talking color. about the quarantine. We are talking about what? Hair. Hair color. Oh, I saw a funny meme. So I've been seeing all these funny memes like, oh, in three weeks, we're going to know what everyone's natural hair color is. But I saw another one that was like, by the end of this month, everyone's going to look like they're transitioning, men and women. <laughs> Yes. And that is so true. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, not that it matters. I mean, you know, but the transition's rough on all of us. That's all. All we're saying. Okay. So we have lots of stuff to get to today. Some news. All of it is COVID-19 relevant. That's what I tried to pull. I don't know if you... Did you add anything that was completely no, non... No, I think everything no. is the same. It's what all could the same. Be not, just, what the fuck's not... Rel- I mean, it has to be relevant because this is our whole lives right now. Right. So why don't we just launch into the... I mean, unless you guys have some more commentary. No. The news news you can use. 
for the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Okay, thank you for the jingle. AdsWiz this week launched a new automating podcast buying capability on its programmatic platform. I don't know if you guys have read about this in pod news or what. AdsWiz is one of the hosts that a lot of the big boys use. I think it's like $1,000 a month to host your show on AdsWiz. You don't have to host with them to use AdsWiz. They actually power the majority of podcast advertising. Oh, so now they've created this technology that will allow you to log in. Advertisers can log in, purchase, check out like it's a grocery store, like it's an online grocery store. You pick your spot, you pick your show, you pick your host, you upload the content, you're all done. And I just wanted to talk about it because Cast Plus did this like four years ago and mm-hmm. Advertisers would not do it. They would not. They want someone to walk them through each show. They want to. I mean, I'm like they had everything. They had you go in. You could have a sample of the show. You learn all about the host. You can email them like they did the whole thing and no one was using it because Jenny, um, Jenny Skog, who worked there. Um, who was a friend of mine, she was the salesperson and she was constantly on the phone because they just wouldn't use the platform. So I'm wondering if it was just bad timing for Cast Plus and now that we have AdsWiz and also there's another one, Pod Sites. No, that hmm. can't be right. That can't be right. There's know. another pod thing that does it as well. And I'm just wondering, like, will it be used or are advertisers... Podcorn? No. Yeah, but Podcorn, I don't know if you can shop that way on Podcorn. I know you can accept advertising oh, on popcorn but okay. i i've not used it as an advertiser but i did try to use cast plus as an advertiser and i mean it was a little buggy but it worked great but like no one would use it i think big advertisers want so they want like an an agent they want like a a person dedicated to them and their needs right so i don't know i just wanted to put it out there for discussion just to see what might happen like will advertisers use it or will this this is a very expensive product as Wiz has so i'm very interested to know whether or not they will create something everyone will use. I also feel like they've backed people like because they run most of podcast advertising, like it's a bit of a monopoly. No, like they're not going to have another choice. Right. Yep. But, but I think that you're right. It's like people want what they want. You don't know if this, why this, when or how this is going to be working, meaning if it actually is going to work, because how long did cast is cast plus still doing this? Oh, like, no, is they, it- they folded in like 2018. Right. And so th- th- that's what I'm saying. It's like, we won't really know if this is working until people use it. True. And a lot of the time with these news, and, and I think that this is where when we cover all of the rest of the coronavirus, like downloads going up and down in the different companies, kind of like giving their insight into this, we won't really know what actually works until there's been time that's happened. And usually PR is PR. That's what you want to, you want to be happy about it. You want to be like, yeah, look at what we have. And usually PR is in a positive spin. So you think like, wow, this is really cool. I can't believe that they're doing this. And then you kind of forget. So I think part of it is going to see what happens with the actual advertisers. How is this going to, like my feel with this right now is like, you're going to do a little bit more targeted sales to get people to advertise for podcasting and therefore doing something automated might not be the best. Yeah. 
But for people who are in it and they kind of want to continue in it and don't want to go anywhere else, then it will be great because then you can, they can come in there and kind of like do like, let's just do this again. Or that's what I assume, right? Like I had this dream that I could just like make like a checkout for our sponsorship for the event. Right. There's no way. They're going to want to hear my voice. They're going to want to know yep. who they're talking to. You can't just fork over. And I mean, the people that AdsWiz works with, like, you know, they're like 10, 20, 30, $50,000 campaigns. They're not just going to check out right. and use a credit card. Like, how's that going to work? It's, it seems silly to me. I just, I'd be afraid like something goes wrong. Cause you know, when you buy something that is for, for you, for you as a buyer, a little bit expensive, you know, like even if I bought a computer with an Apple computer online and I'm like, oh my God, here's like, I don't know anything from like a thousand to $2,000 and I'm just going to buy it online. There's still that feeling like, did it go through? Am I actually going to get the computer? <laughs> you know, I mean, even though we know that this is happening and you're going to get the confirmation and all of that stuff, I think for ad buyers in this sort of unconnected thing, I'd be a little bit afraid because then what happens? Like, did it go right. through? Um, what if it didn't work? Did you get yeah. the right information? Is it the right podcast? Like, you'd want a little confirmation. Well, hopefully you'd get a confirmation email, but then no, what? Yeah, of course. But yeah, like, I, you'd want to hear with the thing and whether or not it went, yeah, like, I want to hear a sample and know that you're not screwing it up or that I didn't screw it up. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll just see how it goes. That's why I just wanted to talk about that. And on the same tip as that, um, PodTrack has downloaded audience data amid the crisis, the COVID crisis. Well, actually, this entire list that we have here, we're going to kind of, I think we should kind of tap onto, because they're all the same. I mean, not the same data, but they're all the same information, meaning everybody's sharing, you know, the download audience data. Um, because what's really cool about the articles that you posted here, Jess, and then I added some of my own, is um, we are getting sort of like an overarching view of all of these different sort of points of view within the podcasting industry, because PodTrack, you know, doesn't really track all podcasts. It's, I would say, primarily like Corpcasters, correct? Like, yes, the data that they filter. Well, PodTrack, yeah, they only measure who's on PodTrack, which is most of, yeah, right. the bigger shows. Most of those bigger shows. And then we have an, an, a blog post here from VoxNest. And VoxNest uh, actually really focuses in on the data coming directly from Spain and Italy because um, VoxNest is like their headquarters is essentially – it's in Europe and Italy is a huge – They host almost all the podcasts in Italy. Yeah. So that's a huge – that's fantastic information. And then we have some really great stuff coming from PodNews. PodNews covered this um, – kind of like like pulling information from a variety of different sources that are podcast specific, meaning like, let's say we as she podcast would have submitted information um, and told, you know, James that this is what's happening with the our podcast specifically. So he reported on that. But he also kind of saw it from like a like a, a bigger point of view. And then there is some information from Acast, which is an Australian company for a hosting company where they are reporting as well. So we'll kind of like go through some of the key points um, that I got from reading all of this stuff up. And then I also wrote some ideas as to how this could affect I think the rest of us, right? Because yeah. most of us are not famous, rich, like famous like this. But um, do you did you find anything specific in that pod track data that you were like, oh my god? Actually, the one thing I think is really interesting is kind of like 
shallow, I guess, but um, I noticed that true crime has had a huge dip. I know. I saw that. That was like a huge, that was I what I that noticed was, as I'm, well. I'm, I'm highly amused by this only because yeah. it's almost as if our society was very thrill seeking. Like we were bored. We were bored. Right. There was not much going on. So, so like most of, you know, America started listening to gory, true crime about murderers right. and serial killers and then all of a sudden everyone's dying and you don't right. want to hear about people dying anymore right, because right. it's enough on the news you you know it's enough to watch people warn you from their hospital beds and like and talk about like the ages of every single person that's passing away it's like i don't fucking need any true crime like let's let's take a break from that so i thought that was really interesting it did i mean everything seemed to have a surge around the first of march and then true crime like dipped way below what it had before whereas everything else is kind of like in the same range they had before except for of course the news which is skyrocketed which makes yeah. sense yeah the news and it was really interesting because of the news for sure huge growth of inside of the news i did comedy it too. sport like these are you know what's really interesting though and and i don't know why this is what it is, but they really are only mentioning five categories. So they're mentioning news, comedy, sports, society and culture, and true crime. Maybe that was just their top five categories. Yeah, that's what I I was I wondering if that's what it is, the top five categories, and then they just kind of like look to see what the growth rate was within. So what's interesting with the podcast article, pod track article, is that it it reports on the weeks before, like year to date. And then it reports on the weeks, like starting at the beginning of March. And that's what it's talking about, that there are still some growth with, within those categories that I just mentioned. But in totality, true crime is like negative, <laughs> negative six to negative eight. It's really sort of. sad because I know a lot of good true crime shows, but yeah, that's down. not going to be popular for a while. Yeah. So that's a and then meanwhile in Italy. I mean, I don't know. I just had a you know, a large Catholic assumption, but the spirituality podcasts are soaring down there. In Italy, yeah, I know. That was crazy because it looked like it, it grew. What did they say in there? I, that's like an insane amount of percentage. Like it said, it increased. 1,576% increase. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because before, that's before nice. the end of February, it was like the, it, the only thing lower was what's the orange? Uh, kids and family. <laughs> well, kids and family actually grew three times as well. It looks yes, like they're we're like, all homeschool because we have to right. spend time with these motherfuckers now. Right. So like spirituality and religion boomed with 15 times its usual listens and then self improvement and marketing, which is five times the norm and then kids three times the norm. So those three categories are the ones that are like, totally like for this is for italy so it, of course of course it makes absolute sense particularly in italy it is a catholic it's where the vatican is for gosh's sake right um and so it's like yes there is that and there are quite a bit of catholic podcasts out there it's just you know you don't really i mean that's those are the uh, shows that i started to listen to like way way early on because i came across father roderick von hogan who is still podcasting and he was doing a daily show way back in the day and it was like really well produced he did such a wonderful show um and i got to know so many of them so i know that there is a lot but it's very interesting that that's what happened in very here very um, interesting in my opinion. yeah and but and but the now interestingly enough 
comment, if you will, Jess, on the difference between Italy and Spain, because Spain is not the same. Some people speak Italian and <laughs> others people speak Spanish. I know that. But like they the number one. similar. No. Right. But the number one stuff, like what they did there, like meaning like Spain's category changes. Oh, let me look. They yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. been as drastic as Italy's and they're actually... Co- Different. Italy is like, right. whereas like Spain is, I mean, it has increased by, you know, I guess, I guess they're saying if it's increased over 100%, it's doubling. I guess it's doubled. Right. But right. like, they've all pretty much stayed the same with the blue society and culture has gone way up. And mm-hmm. what's gone Comedy. down? Comedy is up. And then the other ones, the ones that went down, books, guess because they're reading books. And then um, what's yellow technology? Actually, yeah, but I actually these are the ones that increase, though, Jess, the society and culture, comedy, technology, books and sports. I'm looking at the orange one that did like a it had a it had a surge around the end of February and then it kind of like teetered off. I mean, yes, it's still bigger than before, but it teetered. It's teetering downward right now. Well, beginning of March. This is like a month ago. So this is actually I wish they would do actually the Spain. The Spain one's a little less recent like like well no pod track is up to the 15th of march whereas this one ends on the 8th and like i know they were quarantined but we were not i was a podcast right right right. but what i'm saying is i think that what's interesting with vox nest is exactly what you're talking it's like these are yeah these are the hosted shows and i would venture to say that the consumption also is reflective of what's happening yeah you know what i mean meaning like they're hosted in europe but they're also a lot of their users or a lot of the people listening are also Europe centric. And these two countries were highly affected during this time that they're reporting. So it could be that we see a mirror of that for us, but we won't know until later. But what's interesting in terms of the U.S. categories with increased listens, the number one category that grew was books, which yeah. is interesting. Then games and hobbies, then spirituality and religion, then current events, and then kids and family. So those five categories are the ones that like totally grew where, uh, and, and that's really, I mean, for me, that's because, uh, especially the United States has, it's so fueled by true crime, comedy, and business is what I would think. You know, those are the, some of the top categories that I would imagine, like entertainment, like TV entertainment and stuff. To see the transition for all of this stuff. The most amusing is the true crime, though, because I'm like, oh, we're, we're, we're over death now, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, oh, well. I mean, but you have to see the kind of stuff that you have going on in there, right? It's quite interesting there to look at this data. Let's look over at the one with uh, on Pod News that, like, looks at it from a variety of different points of view here, where James actually says that there are more COVID-19 podcasts than ever. Duh. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, before in 2019, there was hardly any COVID-19 podcasts. Duh. Like not even a like two or three. Like barely I any. mean. They just exploded <laughs> overnight. Exploded. Wow. Because none of, yeah. Except there's um, a podcast called This Week in Virology that's been going on for a long, long time. So, you know, podcasts like that are still going to. Anyway, but whatever. I mean, give me. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, COVID-19 podcasts are growing a lot. And it says that they had, what is it? 
They had like a 370% increase in the listens between March 1st and 2nd, I think, where there are 12 episodes released. So these episodes, this is quote from the article, quote, these episodes which reference corona or COVID, COVID in the episode titles have been downloaded more than 27.5 million times globally to date. Every day, ACAST is seeing a steady increase of corona-related episodes being published and listeners tuning in. For example, on March 1st, there were 12 episodes released and 277,000 listens compared to March 18th. When there were 96 episodes and a peak number of 1.3 million listens, and that's a 370% increase in the listens between those two days. Wow. Isn't that insane? So that's just for COVID stuff. Quick question. Yeah. Like last week you were talking about how Spotify was taking a an episode down because there was COVID-19. Is that calmed down or are they still whacking them? They're still whacking them. And I think that part of it here is that there isn't as much vetting going on. And I have seen it. I, I actually saw in a different podcast, not podcast group, in a different Facebook group that um, it's a Facebook ads group that I'm a part of. And there was a woman in there who had just started a a Facebook ad campaign for a sort of like an opt-in where she was talking about ways to manage, I think it was like a health and wellness kind of thing, ways to manage the quarantine essentially, like, you know, tips for staying at home and that kind of stuff. But she mentioned COVID-19 and you know, I don't know, like solutions and things like that inside of the post. And her entire podcast ad campaign account was nixed. And she had to, like, my suggestion to her was to remove anything that had to say COVID-19 or coronavirus and just write something that said, if you're feeling bored at home or, you know, something that's solution-based but doesn't have those words in it at all. Because, they're not vetting. They're not looking at it and going, oh, this is good. There's, think of it. Look at how many 96 episodes just on that one like day. How are they going to be looking at that stuff and going like, well, that's a good one. That's not a good one. So I but don't know. How yeah. do you, I mean, you're putting it in the title because you want the search. You want people to search right. for and that I think that's and find what they're it. like really, ca- like I, I know for sure that in Spotify and both in Apple Podcasts, there's possibility that you might either be kicked out or not. Um, Rob was talking about something specifically where he helped another, he helped the podcast get launched. And their first episode was about COVID-19. And it was not accepted. And then he just suggested to the people change the title and then it was accepted. So I don't know what to say about that. I don't know if this is actually true. Nobody, they, they said that it wasn't true that they're not doing this, but I don't know. I I don't know. And I think that the ones, the shows that have been out there before, meaning all the news companies, all the sort of reputable companies that have created this type of content, if you're already in, I don't think it's a problem. Meaning like, let's say we put out an episode that was COVID-19 related and we kind of named it a little bit that that actually reflected the content, you know, tips for she podcasters to survive coronavirus it was business. I don't know, something like that. I don't think that we would have as much trouble as if we were a new show that was coming up. You don't want to put that to the test, do you? 
you could make the title that and let's see you next week if it gets uh, taken let's down. Let's not do that because I don't <laughs> want to take a chance. Because I, I mean, you don't know if they're going to kick your episode out or your entire show. Exactly. And I really do not want to deal with my show not being an Apple podcast right now. Like that's the last thing. That right. I would want to deal with. That myself. is a yeah. That's a that's like getting wine on your white carpet. You just don't want to clean that mess up ever. Yeah, but also, Jess, it's like getting wine on your white carpet, and then you have zero ways to clean it up in the house. Like yes. no baking soda, no club you soda. You have to wait for someone else. Yeah, who isn't, like, who isn't working right now? Yep. Right. It's it would be like horrific. So I would just like I don't even want to deal with it. But now, but actually, something that James like like talked about here that I haven't seen very much. He mentioned that bandwidth use is increasing by forty percent. The see that it says Netflix, and this is a quote from his article. All mind you, by the way, all of these articles are going to be linked to in the show notes. So if you guys want to read any of this stuff, please feel free to go check all of these stuff out. So this is directly from his website on Pod News. Um, band, it says Netflix has been asked to lower the bandwidth of its streams by some countries. They've agreed in the UK. Um, BT say, say daytime internet users has increased by 35 to 60%, but that it's still a tiny in comparison to the evening peak and isn't causing issues. In the US, Verizon says web traffic is up by 20%, and surprisingly, social media use is flat. Very interesting. Spain has seen an internet traffic increase of 40%, and Nokia sees that too. They run mobile phone networks in many countries. Cloudflare, which operates content delivery networks, is also seeing increases of up to 40%. Mm. So that's pretty nutty. I mean, in terms it of is. like just um, usage and and load is my one of the biggest concerns that I have for some of this stuff. So I don't know. And surprisingly, you sound amazing through this. Like, I know. Well, through here. You know what it is, possible? though? I think that what it is is that, I mean, I guess this is working for me because there aren't that many towers here. Like, I don't have cellular towers. <laughs> I mean, there's like one that I can tap into. And there are no other service people. Like, I can't get internet. So how will it be weighted down if it's not here? Yeah. Right? And in my household... No one is allowed to go on my MiFi, so I'm the only one that's. So that's using why it. it's good. Yeah, right. So they're not using anything. They have Zilch, right? No, they don't have anything to use. They they can't. What There's are they nothing. doing all day? The, right now they went on to their. Right now they went on their iPad, which is I don't know if you saw May. She came in and she had a sign for me. She's like, "Can we play? Can we play on our iPad for a little I didn't, bit?" Yeah, I wasn't. But when they come in and they, um, she just asked me. It is games. So they have games downloaded on their iPads. And I think that they're watching shows that are still downloaded on their devices that I downloaded the last day that I was out in public at a public coffee place, which was like, I don't know, two and a half weeks ago. The 11th? So whenever that was. I don't even remember. And um, and then podcasts. So that's what they do. They just they play games on their stuff and because they can't do anything else. They can't do it. You can't right. connect. So, but they've I was been playing. Like, I mean, you already homeschooled them, so you're not out. Like, I'm like, I have a kid who's learning to read and write, and I'm still like, I don't know what the fuck to do with you today. Today, he decided he wanted to be a scientist. Oh, okay. and and like, yeah, and actually, it started yesterday when he started making Isaac's drinking potion, which is basically anything that will go in a cup and then try to make mommy and daddy drink it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I just pretended, and I told him oh. how delicious it was, and he was so pleased with himself that he did it again this morning, made 
you know, two drops of Coca-Cola with like a dash of milk, some salt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Orange juice. It was. I mean, I didn't drink it, but I just pretend. Wow. But yeah, he's like, but like, you know, I'm like, well, what are some science? I don't know. Five-year-old science shit. I have to Google everything. And then I've got stuff to do for my own things. It's, just, it's hard. It's been really, yeah. I mean, thank God they're not, he's not older. Don't let them put uh, baking soda in ketchup. I saw a video on that where oh. it it explodes. Oh, I think I should let him do that then. No, uh, no, no. I love it. You probably don't. Oh, want in a to bad do that. way, it explodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the the bottle took off, and there was ketchup all over the house. <gasps> no. Yeah, yeah. It was horrible. Talking about ketchup on white carpet. Yeah, it was oh. over the ceiling and the wall. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. She was yeah. All these things so you find in now because people are bored and they're trying to do. It. And she goes, "Oh, I heard this. I'm gonna have my well, my fiance when he comes in." And she was putting it in there and she's trying to shake it up so it didn't look like it was in there, and it took off. And then she just showed the aftermath, which was not good. Wow. So how? Yeah. So how are you guys staying connected with people? Do you feel? I, I mean, John, you're the only one that's like truly isolated with from all the other people. Like Elsie and I live with other people. So. Yeah, I, yeah, we. I have humans right. around. Samantha and I have always duo. I mean, she's in Canada. Okay. And then, so with the kids, we were also video chatting and texting, and we have like a family text. And then on Saturday, a big Donnybrook broke out between the family, oh. and they're texting, and you know, there's four teenage and early twenty year olds in there, and they're having a Donnybrook, and it's just like real. The, my ex wife is saying. Donnie Brook is like a fight. Oh, okay. And then, uh, so I don't know these Jersey terms. Well, it's a baseball term, Donnie Brook. Anyhow, so they're fighting, and then the, the Kathy's somewhere, and she's Context. like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" And I was enjoying it. I just thought it was fun. To, <laughs> it was fun to watch. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's the worst. And maybe we'll have to cut this out or whatever. But like, when I call my dad, he and I are so similar in our personalities. And like, I'm like, "How you doing, Dad?" And he's like, "I'm all right." I was like. Are you staying in? Are you nervous? Because I mean, I think we are not unhappy being home, not particularly worried, very interested in the drama that's happening, like with Trump and like all the other, like it's very, I don't want to say amusing because that's a stretch, but it keeps my attention, all the complaining on Facebook and the being grateful and the Trump and then the guys like going against what he's saying and then him back talking you know what he said but like all of it is just like it's like watching a worldwide soap opera it's fascinating yes it is it's really fascinating if you take the human suffering out of it it's fascinating otherwise it's just sad but you know we got to focus on what keeps you from being depressed so the best quote i heard was uh you hired a reality tv star to be your president now you're in survivor yeah it's true damn it um, oh, here we are. It is very true. So, so I've had a lot of Zoom calls this week. I have zoomed all the people. I have zoomed my acapella group from college. I've zoomed my my camp friends. Um, Isaac has his. Did I tell you guys this earlier? Isaac has a Zoom with his classmates, and like, I'm all zoomed out, man. I'm pretty zoomed out. I don't mind. Like, this is feels normal. Thank God it's on a different thing other than Zoom because. Oh, and then the other thing is like people are always like, why didn't we do – why did it take a virus for us to all talk? I'm like, because this is – I was like, let me tell you why. Because we're all home. Yeah, dummies. we're bored. No, because we can't go anywhere. You don't do this with 40 people because you're all doing the other stuff and you don't want to. We have no other choice now. But to, we, we can't say, no, I'm not available. 
<laughs> That's true. You have to go. What are you going to say? I can't do it that time. Say, oh. I, yeah, I'm not home. I don't like it. Of course it. I'm home. It's silly. I can't go anywhere else. It still hasn't changed for me. Like, I, you know, I would rather not. Yeah. Like, it just, I still, like, even with now with my girls doing the Zoom Zoom calls and stuff, I will, I will set them up and they're happy. And I think watching them do their classes online, cra- it's the it's cutest hilarious. thing I think I've ever seen. It is so funny. Yeah. And then they get so excited and it's just crazy. So I like to see Going, that. Look at my zombie guy, guys. Like, look at yeah, my. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It is hilarious. But then when it comes to what I have found is that at least my work life has gotten so much more because we have meetings all the time. Right. We and have all this and you can't say extra you're not available. Meetings. Right. And there's it's just extra meetings that need to actually happen. So this isn't this is not like superfluous. It's like we really need to talk this out and we'll sit down and we'll do all this stuff. But it's like an hour a meeting, then I have another meeting for another hour, and then another another after that. That's like three straight hours of just meetings. And then I have to do the work. Then I yeah. have to write. I have to create stuff. I have to get the content ready. I have to, So I'm just like exhausted. And I always feel like I didn't finish. Is this going to get in the way of our, of our event work? Hold on. Oh, he's in. Then put oh. it away. Daddy said no, put it away. You did not say yes. You were lying to me. I can see it on your forehead. Get out Ooh, of my office. I like that. I like that. You know, I used to tell my kids it's to get your tongue, and I would tell them it's green. They were lying. No, I I tell them it's it says lying on the well. That's they, what my mom used to say. My mom used, used to say, say that to me. It's written on your forehead. Well, that's what my mom used to say to me. It's written on your forehead when you lie. So then when I told Nate and Emily this, Nathan would come up to me like this. Mom, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to head me off at the pass, and I was like. Okay, what is it? Couldn't wait. Yeah, I would say to Mike, "Is that? Are you lying? <laughs> stick out your tongue." And they would go, they would cover their mouth so they would stick out their tongue. <laughs> it's a perfect way to get them to absolutely. Yeah. Just- but Isaac will call my fucking bluff. He'll be like, "What's it say?" <laughs> he gives zero f's. Right. What I think. He's like, "What's it say?" Uh, and I just, you know, I, anyway, anyway. So, um, so I'll see. So you're fine. I'm fine. You guys are fine. I mean, they you- do the things. I don't, I mean, my family wants to have a call. And I, I honestly think that I, I don't even know how this happened. I was taking a walk. I've been walking. That's been great. Yeah, That's awesome. me too. Anyway, so I'm walking around and I'm going, why is it that my entire, my brothers, my two brothers and I are absolutely 100% so antisocial and so introverted? I mean, to the, to an extreme. Where it's like we could be in the same room and neither, I mean, we would really, we connect with each other hardcore. We cannot stop talking like at all. We, it's like amazing. But then if any more people start to come in, we all move out into the periphery and then involve ourselves with our individual devices, our our, our little world. Like we no longer, even though it's full of people, we are no longer engaging. But that's how we are. So we're super happy to be quarantined. We are happy to not be anywhere else other than home and not have to deal with people. That said, I was like, why three of us? And why like this? And I think it was because when we moved to LA, like when we moved to this country, I was nine Luis was three years younger and the other one was three years younger. And Juan was like three years younger than that. So we had like three, six, nine. And we were never allowed to go anywhere. So we never went anywhere. Right. Like there was no going outside. Right. Yeah. We lived in court the entire time. Like I didn't go out and play at my friend's house. I was never allowed to go to anybody's house, like inside their house ever. 
I had to be indoors by six o'clock every single night. And you could hear everybody and the kids outside playing until nine o'clock at night in the summers and going. I was never allowed to do that. I couldn't go to parties that my parents didn't know and they're not going to go. So I never did any of that. This may be an immigrant thing because I had a friend on my block who was Filipino and she would go in for dinner and like, we'd be like, come on back out. Come on, we're going to play. And she's like, I can't. Okay, no, bye. I would look her outside mother would the never window. let her out. No, I would never. I was never allowed to go out. And she would come and get me if I was in anybody's house. Come on out. You're not allowed to be in anybody else's house. That's weird. So what was she afraid like, of? Does she not want you to Americanize? Yeah, I think that she doesn't. She didn't trust the behavior of. She was ahead of her time. Oh, and watch. And the other thing she didn't like is the fact that the introduction to media. So like there were, we had really strict rules and what we could and could not watch on television or movies. And actually, you know what? We, we just watched as a family. We watched Batman, Batman, the first Batman with um, Michael Keaton. Randy was like, did you ever watch this? And I was like, you know, I don't know. And he goes, you know, when this movie came out, it was really big, like really big, really huge. Everybody's talking about it. Prince and, did the song. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. And so then I, after I finished watching, I'm like, I never watched that movie. And then I looked at the date. It was 1989 when it was released. I did yeah, not you watch were in high school. I did not watch a PG-13 movie until I graduated from high school. Shut your face. I was not allowed. Shut I was not allowed face. to watch. I was my parents didn't even let me want make me want to watch a PG movie. The only G. And so then the so then I was not allowed. And so even when we were at a family gathering, when like everybody was like, you know, all the Latino people together are at a party and then they're like, let's watch a movie. And they would have a movie played for everybody to watch. If it was PG-13, we were not allowed to be there. Or we would have to have like a parent like sitting next to us and told him like, close your eyes. or put your eyes. So I was completely like the first time I watched an R movie, I was devastated, devastated for months because wow. I had never seen reality yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was, de- I literally, you know what it was? It was glory. I watched glory and I, my heart was broken for days, for months, because I had never seen, number one, death happen that way. I had never seen right. war. I had never seen people not so innocent hating each other. Yeah. And be and like I never saw like I had never seen I never understood that this was actually like I never seen it in front of my face. I was a mess. See, I think you took picked the wrong R movie. My first R rated movie to see was uh, The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. I don't know what that it's is. More of a comedy. My parents let me watch Urban Cowboy. Or yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen either of them. Or maybe um, no, I wasn't allowed to see Roadhouse. I have to go back and look. I don't remember. You might not me. even have been born when uh, when The Longest Yard came out. I think it was like maybe twelve. But the moral of the story is that Elsie is familiar with isolation and suffering. Correct. And so therefore, my parents decided- So this is like no big deal. No. I mean, it's sort of like, well, this is what we went through. Oh, my God. So one of my best friends, like my best friend in- (laughs) Michelle, the one I met? No, no, no. My actual best, best friend from when I was in El Salvador, best friend. Oh, my God. My neighbor, best friend. She wrote down like, so we're friends on Facebook. And then she wrote a little thing. It was like five truths and one lie post. Yeah. She said, and then she wrote down like one, two, three, four, five of all this, these things. Like, you know, you guys in Spanish, right? Um, what of these things were a lie? 
And then everybody, and then one of them was like, I was held up at gunpoint. When I saw that, I was like, oh, she was had, held up at, at, at gunpoint too. Because I was held up. And when I was in El Salvador and I was young, I was held up at gunpoint. Right. So then later on, she writes in and she tagged me. She goes, remember when we were coming out of school and we almost got killed? When all of the gorillas were coming out. And I was like, oh, my God, it was your dad that threw us underneath the car. So, like, it literally is. That was my time. Like, so that's what she and I have together is that we were almost killed coming out of school by gorillas running around shooting bullets. That is a bonding moment for sure. That is mm-hmm. correct. Wow. And so I was like, oh, my God. That, so it was you then. So you were the one. Oh, my God. Oh my I God. forgot that it was you. And it's funny <laughs> that Glory devastated you. Right? You went and through Glory. glory. Yeah, you lived through it, and then you're watching the movie, and it devastated you. I think that the reason that that's what it is, John, is because most people don't have real life experience like that. I guess you're right. When it reminds you of the reality that you went through, it's so huge that you don't know why. How other people are living, realizing how horrible this is, and so. When you watch movies and they are so graphic and you have no understanding of what it is, there's a sense of detachment. But when you've seen it, it's mm. not. It's like, why is this even a movie? Like, it's, it was so heartbreaking for me to see all that stuff that I, yeah, it took me, I haven't watched the movies ever since. I'm sure that it's not the same. But I remember going like, I, my heart can't take it. I can't yeah. watch that. So, yeah, it was really Wow, weird. that's amazing. Sounds like well, me with any kind of uh, movie by um, Will Ferrell. Blades of, that's Blades of Glory. That's a different one. <laughs> yes. Whenever I see a Will Ferrell movie, that's a different, I have the yes, same kind of reaction. Different movie. Blades of Glory is like, yeah, him yeah, him being an ice skater with John Heater from Napoleon Dynamite. Right. Oh <laughs> different type of different different type of devastation. So that's a, such a weird movie. And uh, Amy Poehler and Will Arnett play brother and sister during the time when they were married. This is really funny. Oh my god! They have this really weird energy crazy. through the whole movie because they're brother and sister. It's hilarious. Eek. I'm sure it was on purpose. Anyway, so I just wanted to see how you guys were doing. I don't know. If- Let us know at some point, you guys. You guys can email us over at feedback at shepodcast dot com. You can send us some feedback, uh, audio feedback, as how you're holding yeah. up, cooped up. Bo- is, Bonnie you know- is sufficiently horrified. She wrote in all yeah, caps. Omg, Elsie. I know. Yeah, dude. that's a scary story. That's I think she was doing that because Elsie was jumping up and down and bouncing like she was so excited. I think that was the <laughs> Omg. A birthday present or something and you're like we were shot together <laughs> we were shot at <laughs> when i was eight you were like, well you know what it is okay so now but, but it's like so i know and it's i know and we were young and i know that it's weird but it's like it kind of the reason that i it excited me is because i was like there's a part of me that feels like nobody understands nobody doesn't you're right you're right I, and no so one then has that when experience. somebody else has that feeling you're like oh you too like even if it's scary awful, as shit, of course. Even if it's scary as shit, even if it's like the, the yeah, awful, and it, but it's like, see, I get it. Like you get it, I get it. Oh my god, wow, I'm like you. Like that it exists. I forgot that you're like me. So that may, so it so made me feel is like. So Elsie telling us oh. about her connection moment from quarantine, and it's bonding over almost <laughs> being shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she's saying. Yeah. She doesn't care about Zooming. We're not talking no. to acapella groups. No. We just noticed that our best friend from El Salvador and I were sh- almost shot together. Yeah. That's how I you're, to that's how you're connecting with others. Correct. Is what you're saying. 
That is how I'm, yeah, because now we can connect. I can like, you know, post back up. Yeah, it was, yeah, anyway. And I bumped my head against, like, I remember the, what is that thing where the. That part the, makes the, total sense. The, part, the tailpipe? Head, the tailpipe. tailpipe. Yeah, I bumped my head in, in the tailpipe. And I remember the, her dad shoving us underneath the car so they wouldn't see we were there. And then I was like, I think one of us said like something like, I think I saw their face. And then her, her dad was like, don't you ever say that. Because right, because you're right, because you because then we would be like a witness of some kind, you know, because they were wearing things on their. I mean, it was really crazy. So yeah, this makes so much sense. Your Christmas wish lists now, because I wanted socks. Because you want like yeah, warm Warm. socks and like grammar software. (laughs) (laughs) And now it makes sense because I mean, why why would you need something? Although I know you like the sparkly things. I do, yes, because one must never ask for those things, which is funny. All right. Anyway. Anyway. um, Yeah. Please reach out. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how we can support you and help you. I mean, besides Mm -hmm. doing our recordings in this group, we're also doing QA in the bigger group for the next two more weeks. And then maybe we can do Instagram live next time to do just a QA there and then still offering up dibs to our She Podcast Super Squad, which I think we're going to be doing some, maybe some Zoom meetings in there and some kind of like more community building activities inside of the Zoom. Just because it's smaller, we've gotten a a chance to get to know each other. You know, we had a lunch at PodFest. Did we even talk about that? It was so fun. No, we haven't because we haven't. The first time we recorded was under forced staycation. (laughs) That's right. Because it's like there's so much goodness that I think we can really but build up the into the super time. Squad. We talked event. about it a little bit, a little bit. That was the best time, though. I, I cannot wait till podcast movement or podcast con or anything else that we're going to be able to do that with again. That's going to be so fun for sure. I'm excited. Um, all right, well, let's wrap it up because why not? Uh, not like we have to go anywhere, but you know, you're getting sick of us. <laughs> we're getting children. sick of us. Are gonna be? I'm gonna be going out there, going like, "What did you Isaac guys do? already came in? I wonder if Daddy didn't give him any lunch because it's two o'clock. Usually oh. he starts ruffling around. Yeah, I don't think my sleep. child, my children have not eaten either. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to find any of the links we talked about today, go to ShePodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcasts. Um, that's it. I'm not going to pitch yeah. the Super Squad because we're in the Super Squad. What's the point of that? For those of you well, listening, dude, yeah, if you want the privilege listening. of watching us live, you can go yeah, to patreon.com forward slash podcast. $5 a month will get you access to this, not access, access to the access. Super Squad um, where you can have live Q&As from myself and Miss Elsie Escobar. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>